0: Welcome. Well, you're at home with Jim and Joy, and a blessed Thursday to you in the second week of Lent. Mm. You are an important part of our EWTN family, and we're delighted that you've welcomed us into your home, and we're praying you have a wonderful Lent. Mm. We want to hear from you, so send us an email with a question or a comment to Jim and Joy at EWTN.com. And I like to say, a happy Lent. And you say, a happy Lent? But yes, we could be happy in our Lenting, yes, right? Indeed. We can be. It's I in the Bible. I choose to be. I, <laughs> I choose to be happy in my Lenten. Anyway, today we have Dee Chisholm with us, and she is a career nurse practitioner. And she's specializing in high-risk pregnancies. And she has co-founded a beautiful ministry with her daughter, Bella Health and Wellness, and it's an OBGYN and complete family care clinic. So their aim is to provide life-affirming health care for all peoples, regardless of their income, and to build up future generations through support and education. Go to the great website, Bella Wellness.org, and you are going to want a Bella Wellness in your diocese. Yes. So go there, look at it, and mm-hmm. go, that's the kind of health care that I want, and you will be blessed.
1: Yeah. Well, this is an encouraging show that, that we're having, and it does fit into the season of Lent. The Lord our God is a healer, mm-hmm. and maybe we should be doing more prayers for healing, new evangelization and saying, hey, that's what the Lord's calling me to take up, or at least a portion of that is to do the work of evangelization holistically, holistic health for people, praying for that, working towards that end. And, uh, you know, I love what Dee Dee said when she went through kind of her history and her journey with her husband, Kenny. Mm -hmm. She said, Lord, we say to you, yes, always yes. Yes, always yes. We don't hear that much from people. No. Now, that's dangerous. Thing. It's, yes, <laughs> but, right? Well, we heard from the Blessed Virgin Mary. Yes. You know, like, I don't know the whole thing or what's mm-hmm. gonna be coming here, but I'm the handmaiden of the Lord. Let it mm-hmm. be done to me according to your word. And that's what I'm learning, as well as Bella Wellness and all that's happening there is the people who helped founded, found that. Mm-hmm. She and her daughter and, and Kenny and others that said early on, Yes, Lord, always yes to you, and they will come. The Lord will come to you in every sort of distressing and wonderful disguise, and they're just saying, yes, Lord. Our health care is a storefront to help usher people to heaven. Mm. So it's beautiful. So plenty more to come. We'll be right back. Go to BellaWellness.org. Don't go away.
0: Welcome back. We're here at home with Jim and Joy. And today we have Dee Dee Chisholm with us. She's career nurse practitioner, specializing in high risk pregnancies, and she has co-founded a beautiful ministry with her daughter that God asked them to start a long time ago, Bella Health and Wellness. It's an OBGYN and complete family care clinic. Have you ever heard of such a thing? Mm-hmm. Did you ever think that could exist? Their aim is to provide life-affirming healthcare for all people, regardless of their income, and to build up, this is important for the rest of us out there, to build up future generations through support and education. We need this multiplied all over the country. Mm -hmm. BellaWellness.org. Jesus, do your thing. Well, I'm (laughs) so excited to have you. We want you first tell our family about Bella Wellness, what it is, and then how can other people, like if they're, they saw yesterday's show and they see today's show, they go to your website, they're like, what, I didn't even know a facility, a place like this existed on the planet, how could it come to my place?
2: Right, great question. Well, Bella is a fully Catholic, um, but fully medical health clinic. As as you said, we have OBGYN, family medicine, pediatrics, wellness, functional medicine. And how that um, began was initially with a discernment. and then on on medical mission, the Lord pushed us and said it's it's time to to stop discerning and start yeah. <laughs> working. Right. And um, we we came home and we had been discerning with our bishops, and it was time to to move forward. And so putting together, a clinic is is actually a lot harder than just working in mm-hmm. one. I'm telling mm-hmm. you, I was, I was a hospital-based nurse practitioner and this was way out of my league, but as you know, and I would encourage all of your um, viewers to know, is that the Lord doesn't choose necessarily the qualified, right? right. And He qualifies the chosen. And that was definitely the case um, for our daughter, Abby and I, when he asked us yeah. to open this clinic. And our archbishop was gracious enough to Um, allow us to have a chapel with the blessed sacrament Mm -hmm. in that chapel, um, which protects us from anything that can come in. But we knew from the very beginning, praying together as a staff before that day started, knowing that that we do not have what it takes Mm. without the grace of God, without every gift that the Holy Spirit can. Give yeah. us to, to meet those people where they're at, to, to meet them in their messes, and to love them and yeah. care for them yeah. the way that Jesus wanted them to do.
1: It reminds me a lot of Mother Angelica, you know, getting to this whole area of media and all this, and, and that wasn't what she was right. trained for. Mm-hmm. She would say to her sisters, I think it was to the sisters and probably to EW10, you know, we don't know what we're doing, but we're getting better at this. <laughs> yes. You know, like God's, God's, it wasn't like we were all equipped to do this, but He's going to equip us. Like you say, and your husband, yes, always yes, yes, always yes. That doesn't mean that you know what's going on. But you, you'll you get better at it, and you will know more and more. But you got to say yes.
2: Yes, and the Lord mm. totally has had us on a need-to-know basis. So he no. only lets us know when he's ready to let us know. So you yeah. can say yes and no, he's going to come yeah. around with letting you know the details of right. that. Um, but as you said about Mother Angelica, it's interesting. She was such an inspiration to me. Somebody had given me um, that book, I, yeah. um, I think maybe... Raymond Arroyo's Raymond. book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Raymond's book. And like I, I read it like I was a novel on the beach, mm-hmm. man. I'm like yeah, reading this. Yeah. And she was so courageous and she was doing things way out of her wheelhouse, mm-hmm. but <laughs> out of the love of Jesus. And and that um, there was nothing too big, too great, too anything that wasn't okay. worthy of what it took mm-hmm. for our Lord. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, that's how I want to be. I want to have that kind of courage mm-hmm. and and not um, not think about the consequences, not mm-hmm. think about the pushback. That's the hardest part because the spiritual battle is real mm-hmm. and everybody thinks you're crazy. Yeah. You want to do what? You want to open a practice where you don't provide birth control, you don't do sterilizations, you don't do abortions, and oh my gosh, you do not even refer for them. Mm-hmm. That is like unethical. Mm-hmm. And and people would literally say to me, I don't know how you can sleep at night.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in this culture and climate, you know, you can really be attacked for this legally. You face some of that with the abortion pill reversal. Many people don't even, aren't even aware of that and what that is. Right. Tell us a little bit about that and, and the almost illegality of that in Colorado. You do that.
2: Sure. Yes. In, um, so um, I'm limited a little bit because we okay. are actually in okay. the middle of litigation. Mm-hmm. So um, our state has um, a law in place that says it's illegal for us to give progesterone to a woman who has taken the first abortion pill and changes her mind. So um, that the progesterone, natural hormone of pregnancy, and that first abortion pill blocks the progesterone and that's how it it compromises the pregnancy and then it's followed by some other pills to cause the labor and deliver that baby and uh, um, so our state has said it's unprofessional conduct to do that and um, mm. so just to know that people receive progesterone all the time it mm-hmm. may be the most widely right. used um, medicine uh... hormone f- you know ac- across the world mm-hmm. because it's a, ho- a natural right. hormone we produce <coughs> all the time and we use it for women who are having miscarriages or infertility, um, which is fine. But if a woman says, "I've changed my mind," that's not okay. And you just need to understand, as as a as a healthcare provider, that you know vows to not do any harm, mm-hmm. but also as a person who who has to stand before God to have a, a woman come in and mm-hmm. say, "I made a mistake. Can you help me save my baby?" Mm-hmm. And, and I have the ability, I have mm-hmm. the resources, I have the skill set, I have the intellect on how to do this and I deny that. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only could I not uh, like justify that mm-hmm. before God, but, but I also, it's just
0: cruel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why would I do that? Right, right. right. But it's an intentional attack, and we know Heartbeat International is also in a lawsuit with the state of California because mm-hmm. they prescribe progesterone, and it's just its just evil. It's just evil, and so that's being holistic as we are. If a woman came in um, and she was threatening a miscarriage, and we knew that... We did her blood levels and knew that her progesterone levels were low. We said, well, this is going to help you sustain the pregnancy. You just need to take it to 12 weeks. We do everything we can to do that, right? We give progesterone right. all We give progesterone right. all the time. And so it's an important thing to do.
1: But we were just making that point just to say it really is a battle. Hopefully we haven't scared everybody <laughs> off that <laughs> might want to do what right. you're well, doing. No,
2: I think it's important to understand to even even our name, we prayed that the Lord would bless us with the name of his baby. Mm -hmm. And he he named um, Bella as as Bella. And we thought it was because of the beautiful, the Italian. Mm -hmm. Um, And yes, we are beautifully and wonderfully made. But when we learned that it was actually for the Latin, and we learned that in Latin, Bella means wars, Mm -hmm. W-A-R-S. We had a really good idea of what the Lord was saying, what was ahead of us. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. we are blessed because we have, um, strong counsel through the Beckett Fund representing us against right. the state of Colorado. Yeah. And um, so um, yeah. we, won't, we won't back down on, on protecting women, and we're certainly not going to right. be so cruel as not to help them. Well, the
1: reproaches that fall upon the pre-born, you want to identify with them, it will fall on you.
2: Yes, you of know? course. And that, that's
1: mm-hmm. what's happening. But it's just proof of your integrity and your identity with the least. So share with us, are you trying to duplicate what you're doing or help people? Nothing's exactly the same. Help them along to model, you know, what you're doing. And I think it's important as well, you got like 80 people on staff now, but you only started with two or three, right? Right. You and your daughter. So that's important too, we're not asking you to have 80 people, you know, when you begin. But share a little bit about how you're doing that or, you know, how, what are the steps?
2: You know, so so interestingly, right after we were getting um, started, we had, I mean, we checked. Well, who else is out there doing this? Right. You know, Father John Bruchowski and yeah. in right. um, Virginia, right. and right. then um, Senator Tim Van Dolan and, and Dr. Kilmeriades started something in Austin. So they were just a couple years ahead of us, uh, Tepeyac a bit further. But checking them out and like, how do we do this? And having, but everybody's still kind of mm-hmm. spinning yeah. their wheels and trying mm-hmm. to figure this out. But then other people were like, gosh, my heart is being moved. What can we do? And so, there was a lot of uh, collegiality going on mm-hmm. about trying to figure things out, but um, there's a lot of steps to it. And I think not getting the, the cart before the horse, it needs to start with prayer. Mm-hmm. It needs to start with strong spiritual guidance so that people can understand that this is a battle and it's, it's more than just a legal battle because the legal battle is just a small step of the spiritual battle. Mm-hmm. And so people need to be prepared spiritually to do this and then they need to make the next steps, have a board, have the people to have the money to get things started. Mm -hmm. So what we have done since the beginning is kind of chronicled The things we did well, the things we really wish we Mm -hmm. wouldn't have done, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So, so, and I always feel like the stuff that I did wrong was the biggest things I can help people Mm -hmm. with, Mm -hmm. right? But also, now having very practical things we can bring them, very spiritual things that we can help them with, but very practical things. And so, Bella is now helping to consult with other clinics across the nation who are trying to do this. And... And, and the lane that we are in is that culture lane, is that, is that understanding that we are a storefront to bring souls mm-hmm. to heaven. And so the disposition of our staff needs to understand that, Absolutely. that we are the hands and feet of Jesus, period.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, How and exciting. So,
2: it's, so when you're coming in to
0: join your staff, I mean you're not just looking for a skill level, right? Correct. Which is good. I mean, we want everyone skilled and excellent in what they do. But it's also the spiritual aspect that they bring. Oh, for um, sure. Cuz they have to be called by God to be there too. Yes. Because it's not it's not the career mode that maybe they learned in nursing school or being at a physician's assistant mm-hmm. or OBGYN. It's it's a different model.
2: And it has to be it has to be a mission fit and also um in the pro-life world, the pro-life world, I think, is in some of the 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 bind that it's in because it, it's kind of like they've eaten their own sometimes mm-hmm. within. And I think that we've gotten ourselves into trouble. And so we need to under, simplify things down mm-hmm. about the love of Jesus and bringing the love of Jesus to an individual. And, um, and so uh, there needs to be a mission fit, right? Mm-hmm. And so that mission fit is... Um, that it's not just about the babies; mm-hmm. it is a lot mm-hmm. about the babies. But mm-hmm. it's from that moment of conception till that moment of death, right. and there's a heck of a lot of life in mm-hmm. between mm-hmm. that needs every much, every bit as much mm-hmm. passion yeah. and love and time and energy. And so you need to have a person who has the battery life yep. mm-hmm. to to work for a mission mm-hmm. versus work for a job. Right.
1: What is the relationship with a more full-blown clinic like yours? You know, I mean, you're doing pediatrics, O B G Y N, you know, functional, you're doing all these different aspects. How, is, is the pro-life center that's dealing with trying to attract women mm-hmm. that are considering abortion sure. work with them, how, how do you interplay with one another? Are they a feeder into you? Um, how are you helping them? Why do we still need the pregnancy medical centers? Sure. You got a whole full blown thing. Is there a place for each? How does this work?
2: So I do think that there's a place for each because I think that that um, we have hearts and we have skill sets, right? And we also have uh, different resources and abilities and also different um, demographics, right? In, in terms of where things are. Um, the, the reason we love to work, we have a partnership with Catholic Charities in Denver. Um, we also work with Alternatives, another um, uh, pregnancy uh, resource center that's um, doing a lot of great things, mm-hmm. and a- as well as others. We are on phone calls and we talk about how we can help one another. We are um, we are a, f- a feeder um, mm-hmm. because w- before we came, the the pregnancy resource centers they just kind of had to let the people go to whoever they might right. go to. Mm-hmm. And and sadly, women remain abortion vulnerable. Mm-hmm. The, um, they leave at 12 weeks or nine weeks or six weeks still very vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And they vacillate. They're wishy-washy. Sure. And that can go for a long time. Right. And they need someone who's not going to be like, oh, you know what, you, you can throw in the towel. Mm-hmm. I can help you with that. Mm-hmm. So right. it's very important for the, um, for the pregnancy resource centers to to have have people in the community that you know Mm -hmm. will accompany your patients well and even if um, even if they're not catholic but they are they are um, faithful and they are not going to push abortion and Mm -hmm. they will honor um, what that's what your center believes (laughs) i think that because i do feel like we have to make um some compromises and recognize We're on the same page. We're trying to save babies. Mm -hmm. We're trying to bring the love of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so um, we do have to to say, okay, will you take care of my patient? She does not want birth control. She's decided not to abort her baby. Will you please honor that?
1: Yeah.
0: And we have that and we have a great physician here. And we'll call if, if we're th- she's threatening a miscarriage and she needs, you know, another skill set that we're giving, we'll call the and the nurse manager will call and say, we'll see you tomorrow at 10 o'clock. And so it's like, okay, we got you taken care of as opposed to... I'm going to have to wait for my Medicaid to process, right? and then I'm going to have to wait and get my appointment. Meanwhile, she has all these other voices in her head saying, see how difficult this is? Why don't you just have an abortion? That's going to solve all your problems, and everything's going to be okay. Exactly. right?" And so we, we have to have our game on the other defense saying, no, 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 now this is where you go and this is what you do.
2: Mm-hmm. That's exactly you true. You've got to
1: continue that culture of life that they experience in one place or the other. Mm -hmm. Let's begin it in the pregnancy Mm -hmm. medical center. You got to pass them on to somebody that's thinking this way because, you know, don't be conformed to this world. There's a lot of the world. There's not enough of what we're doing. Don't be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Well, the next person we're passing you off to in terms of your healthcare is this group, and you're doing the whole dignity model and Mm -hmm. reality, the atmosphere that's there.
2: Well, and if we want to, you know, I mean, uh, the word I would say to what you're saying is accompaniment. Yes. Right. Um, Is accompany them. And I think that's where when we look at the primary care setting where we've added um, full men's care. I mean, we Mm -hmm. were not open very long at all when men were wanting us to to care for them. That blew our socks off. Mm -hmm. We're like, oh, my gosh, we better, like, Mm -hmm. scramble the team Mm -hmm. a little Mm -hmm. bit. Right. Um, But um, that accompaniment for and and just as much for men and women and and although I I uh, try very very hard not to um... focus on that big corporation that does um... um... abortions um... that mm-hmm. involves parenting or they mm-hmm. think so mm-hmm. um, but what they do is is they get their people by by relationships mm-hmm. by going into the schools mm-hmm. by being a safe place Mm -hmm. by having you know maybe a woman's had her annual exam there and now she has her best friend's daughter is pregnant this would be a very Mm -hmm. safe place to go right by having primary care and we are accompanying men women and children so that means even the man Mm -hmm. the dad his kid is in is in a surprise situation their best friend his niece and he's saying why don't you come into bella and Mm -hmm. let's talk um and so it's that accompaniment That makes all the difference, and I think that's, um, for us, what has, has we've seen really unfold so beautifully yeah. um, in true life-affirming care. We're going to mm-hmm. take a
1: break at this point. We'll continue the conversation, holding you over for the final segment. We'll be right back. Plenty more to come. Don't go away. Welcome back. We're continuing our conversation with Dee Dee Chisholm and Bella Wellness Care. Um, so what does this dignified manner of healthcare, seeing the dignity of every human being, what does it look like in reality as it touches people and communities?
2: So when you, when you talk about um, dignity, we're, we're talking about from, from creation, right? We're made in the image and likeness of God, we are his precious creatures who knows every cell of our whole body, yeah. right? And so to have someone caring for you who understands that, they look at things a little bit different. You know, um, we, we hear a lot recently when when the um, like the post-Dobbs um, law and how that people weren't gonna be treating people who have ectopic mm-hmm. pregnancies, that's, mm-hmm. that's, right. w- that's one thing. Um, the way that in a, in a, in a Catholic setting, um, of course, we have a lot of prayer. We have prayer in our office, we have prayer often happening in the chapel at a very time, but then um, that the doc will pray with the patient um, and will go in to, to take care of the ectopic. No, we don't give a medication um, that could uh, perhaps abort a dead baby. Our thing is to treat the mom, right? And so that isn't the truth when they say we don't take care of people mm-hmm. with ectopic pregnancies. Mm-hmm. But what we'll do is we will um, excise that tube, make a make a little slit so that we can see the baby. We will baptize that baby and pray. Sometimes even name that baby, mm-hmm. especially if we yeah. have been mm-hmm. given a name. And then we remove the tube and and we do what we need to do to yeah. save the mom. And um, that's that's one example. Another example. Um, several years ago it was our one of our first our very first um, circumstances we have we've had several circumstances where pregnant women um, develop cancer and, and pregnancy hormones can be like fertilizer mm-hmm. to cancer and mm-hmm. um, can be very very dangerous and and we've seen this with multiple different kinds of cancers um, lymphomas with um, breast cancer ovarian cancer A young mom who had, who had um tried and tried to get pregnant and then had ovarian cancer yeah. um with a, a woman we've had a few women who have had who have dealt, developed cancers on or near their uterus mm-hmm. and um rapidly growing cancers yeah. where the only answer is to remove that uterus yeah. or like remove that mm-hmm. ovary like i said in removing the tube mm-hmm. removing the breasts right but um in that circumstance are we must treat treat and care for the mother and that baby with utmost dignity. So, Mm -hmm. um, in a circumstance with a mom where you have to do a a hysterectomy, you um, uh, actually deliver that baby, Mm -hmm. baptize that baby. That baby can be laid in that sleeping mom's hand Mm -hmm. to die with that mom as we remove um, and care for the mom. Dee Dee,
1: we have to conclude. I'm sure you have story after story after story of the Lord menacing through you through your wonderful ministry. Hope you're encouraged today. All together, we'll build a new culture of life and marriage and the family. Keep it on EWTN. Bye now.